0: Hey folks and welcome back to another episode of get rekt the only podcast anywhere in the world where two buds take turns recommending and reviewing some of their favorite pop culture hits hidden gems and oddities i am of course your host and resident silly boy thor joined today as always by my friend and co-host everybody was kung fu fighting and he was fast as lightning it's micah
1: Hi, yeah, dude. I'm, I miss that song. That's one of those songs on the back of the CD track that you would hear at 3 a.m. in the morning. And it's like, hey, you need to buy this this like 1980s disc collection. It's
0: such a dumb song, but it's so good. It's so catchy. It's so catchy.
1: Yeah, not as catchy as Super Fighter though. Super Fighter.
2: I'll- Super <laughs> Fighter. Kick so, his
0: ass. Oh my god. So I was going to use that for the intro, uh-huh. but I was like, nobody's going to know that song. No so. one at
2: all. You could put it at the end of the episode as a as a, a gift to the <laughs> Dude, audience. I
0: guarantee you I could put that on the end of this. I'm going to put it on the end of this episode. No one's going to give Nobody, Nobody's going to know. <laughs> Go ahead and sue me whoever made this movie. I don't.
2: They're not going to. It's fine. They're in Hong Kong. They're never going to know. They
0: 100% used like Coca-Cola and Nissan with, without getting the okay to do
1: that. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thor, we have a guest. We do. <laughs> folks, once <laughs> again,
0: we have our favorite guest here today,
2: Zach McCrary from the comics that we love. What's happening, fellas? Glad to be here once again with something that I don't think Micah actually hated. <laughs> it it Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, folks.
0: I, I think I made it pretty clear I definitely didn't. I hate this. <laughs> I had fun. Um, but yeah, so we are getting together with Zach because this month on Zach's show, he is doing something called soup Yeah. Where yeah. he is just reviewing different Superman books each week. And so, and actually tomorrow, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, tomorrow we're going to be on his show uh, talking about a Superman comic. So on Get Wrecked, we figured we'll do soup 2. But it's gonna be in our own style. So Zach had us watch a movie called Super Fights.
2: Yes, yes, and that was completely by accident. It just really worked out well. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's the comics that we love and Geek Explained all month long. Both shows doing nothing but Superman content. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Eric is a cool dude. He's got a great show, and uh, yeah. I'm and, glad that you guys could take part in September as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And,
0: and I'm being honest. Like, I've been on your show a few times. After we got done recording, I called my wife, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's my favorite episode I've ever done on Zach's show. Oh, really? I was like, it felt really good. It nice. felt
2: fun. Awesome. So,
0: folks, go listen to the comics that we love. You can hear us on there. I'm on a few episodes. I'm pretty sure Mike is on a couple episodes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah as yep. well as
0: there's just generally great content for comic fans on there.
1: Oh, shucks. Yeah. All right. So uh, are we ready to jump into this? The jump front kick? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're spinning kick right into this (laughs) bitch.
0: Hey, folks. Make sure to stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us at Get Wrecked Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Or if you have any recommendations you'd like to hear us review on the show, you can contact us directly via email. Or, I don't know, maybe you just want to send us some feet pics. creep, I don't know what you're into. I don't care. We'll review those too. What do you think of that, huh? In any case, all your requests, feedback, and general criticism of the straight white patriarchy can be sent to getRectPod at gmail.com. That's G-I-T-R-E-C-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
2: Okay, so as we were saying, this movie is called Super Fights. Super Fights was filmed in our home state, Pennsylvania, in the capital of Harrisburg, PA. What a place. I hid that from you guys in hopes that you would notice, and then you didn't notice until I mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would have noticed how you gave it 30 more seconds. I should have given it more time. Yeah. I wouldn't have noticed at all. The, the really? Thing, the mm, thing yep. I didn't
0: we didn't notice was that, like... The local news station was our local news station. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You see, when I first watched it, that was the, like, I immediately saw that. And I was like, Brinker, pause this. And I was like, that's it's WGAL. Like, it's Channel 8. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are the odds that they would put those letters and numbers together and just accidentally get our news station?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because we're we are close to Harrisburg. We're not like, I mean, Pittsburgh is a, yeah, Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania is a pretty big state. Yeah. Especially as far as like the northeastern states goes. So we're not like on the cusp of Ohio
2: four hours away from Harrisburg. No, we're like a 35 to 40 minute drive. Yeah, Yeah, it's where I work. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I (laughs) drive there every day. Yeah, I visit friends up there constantly. Yeah, Yeah. I, I have no connections to Harrisburg.
1: Um, so I never go to Harrisburg. Just,
2: oh, okay. So you don't, re- you don't, you didn't look at that movie and recognize places. Nothing about it. Even like the giant keystone on the concrete, you wouldn't have- I recognized that
1: that keystone is Pennsylvania's symbol. And I've been like, oh, okay, they're in Pennsylvania. Oh, but. <laughs> and, and then I probably would have been like, that means it's either Pittsburgh, Philly, Harrisburg maybe mechanicsburg cuz this doesn't look like a big city. <laughs>
2: right.
0: Well, and it's also hilarious because the part where you get he's you get to see the capitol building in Harrisburg and he's running they're doing like a rocky, rocky. rip off of him running up the steps. <laughs> but but the thing is the steps to get up to the Pennsylvania Capitol building is very short. They are it's much smaller than those steps in rocks. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not impressive. It's like like two or three sets of maybe four or five stairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. They, they totally tried to Rocky it though. Yeah. Oh uh, my.
1: So yeah, what is uh, what for those who are listening, what is the what's the shtick of this
2: movie? Like, what is this all about? Okay, so I, I guarantee you probably haven't seen this. Ninety percent chance you have not seen this just 90 so, okay probably like 99% <laughs> chance you have not seen I would be this.
0: surprised if anybody has seen this
2: so this is a movie about uh, one of my favorite reviews for it that I saw online they said Jack Cody is a is a martial arts dweeb who loves super fights and super fights are basically like in this movie super fights is half WWE half UFC but like None of the production value, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's it's like what if pro wrestling was real but martial arts, and uh, and and this kid who is like. Probably in his mid 20s, but acts like a 15 year actually more actually like a 12 year old through most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he looks like a mix of Scott Baio and Ryan from The Office. <laughs> <laughs> With the, he, this kid, he, he loves this stuff. He idolizes a guy and winds up saving a girl from getting mugged in extreme fashion. It gets on TV and boom, suddenly he's invited to be part of Super Fights and uh and the whole organization is not what he hoped it would be basically
1: yeah certainly not
2: yeah yeah it's
0: this all i actually love the concept of this movie it's so funny that they're like okay what if there was this guy who ran this professional wrestling organization but really all his wrestlers were, like, criminal... He was basically a mafioso using his professional wrestlers as muscle in mm-hmm. his crime organization.
2: Like, that's a so, hilarious concept. Fun fun little fact. Uh, the guy who wrote this movie, Keith W. Strandberg, actually wrote this. He was, uh... He was inspired because at the same time, or, or like a little bit before, was when Vince McMahon was on trial for steroids for, with the WWE and giving all of his wrestlers steroids. Okay. Hence why, like, so Robert Sawyer, the bad guy, is a Vince McMahon analog giving his guys steroids and mind control drugs. That, that makes
0: sense because sure. honestly, he felt a lot like the Vince McMahon character mm-hmm. you see in WWE. Yeah, he was Karate Vince.
1: You know what this reminded me a lot of? Hmm. Street Fighter. I could see it. It reminded me a lot of, just in the way that, um, like, the classic Street Fighter story of Bison going around and picking up fighters Mm -hmm. and turning them into evil henchmen to do his evil bidding. Street Fighter
2: is a bit more over the top. Only a little bit, though. Only a little bit. (laughs) Only Only in that it has, you know, a lot more money (laughs) to throw around. Yeah, yeah. But just as many key power... Uh, attacks just as I, just as many uh, maybe not Street, Street Fighter's got a little bit I more. mean you don't you don't get to see Ryu hit a couple cans off tables at a That's Chinese true. restaurant <laughs> <laughs> <True>. <laughs> well uh, so a little bit more about this we got this this Keith W Strandberg dude has like if you look him up he has he was like for a decade and a half just knocking classic like b martial arts movies out of the park with things like american shaolin and then three no retreat no surrender movies the first of which has a very very young jean-claude van damme as the villain oh man he's like he's not he's not even a main character he's just happened to be in the movie but then of course he got popular so now he's on all the boxes and stuff (laughs) yeah yeah uh it was first the, the this was actually the first American production by Hong Kong-based Seasonal Film Corporation since American Shaolin and the film was in, like inspired like I said this is the this I love this. So it actually got a theatrical release. Oh my gosh. In the Philippines. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only place it got a theatrical release. <laughs> but in Germany the film was titled Karate Tiger Nine. And when I saw that I was like Nine? Are there eight other of these movies? Oh my movies? gosh. And uh, so I did a little digging. Are and there eight other movies? There are. But, oh, but no. here's the thing. <laughs> no way. There, well actually there are eleven. Because here's the thing, there was a movie called, like, as I said before, No Retreat, No Surrender, with young Van Damme as the villain, and that in Germany was renamed Karate Tiger. Because, you know, depending on where you are in the world, they change names of movies for what they think their audience is going to want. And after that, since the sequel to No No Retreat, No Surrender uh, had nothing to do with the first one, they were just like... Fuck it. All of we're going to, like, every action movie that comes over, every martial arts movie, we're just going to make it part of the Karate Tiger series. And so now at this point, there are 11 Karate Tiger films.
0: Oh and gosh. none of them necessarily have to have anything to do with the other ones at all. Dude, I love
2: that. At all. None <laughs> of them have anything to do with each other at all. Even the first two, which were both no retreat no surrenders have nothing to do with each other. Even one one of my favorite movies, Best of the Best, is one of the Karate Tiger movies. What? Yeah. And like the you, have you ever heard of the Kickboxer series? Yeah. Van Dan. So the third of those movies is one of the Karate Tiger movies. That just makes the third th- in that series. Just the third. <laughs> 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 yeah, it and was the post Van Damme kickbox. Do, do movie. they
0: all have like the same director or writer? Are they all films from the guy you said who made this?
2: I didn't I didn't uh, actually eyeball that, but I do have a feeling that that it, it was a lot from this same house, this Hong Kong based seasonal film. Okay. Okay. All, it's a lot of their movies just got turned into Karate Tigers. Sure. Okay. That's yeah. hilarious. Karate Tiger 9 has a nice ring to it. It kind of does. Yeah, I
1: it. I think it would be a good techno
2: band name. Oh, I I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds techno as fuck.
1: That's going to be a techno band name. Karate
2: Tiger 9. Let's get on it. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Basically had it in the
2: soundtrack. I I noted this also to you guys earlier, but uh, the main star of this, the childlike Brandon Gaines as Jack Cody, this was his first and last film. You know, that doesn't (laughs) surprise me.
0: Wait, it does. I really liked him.
2: I hated him so you much. Him? I fucking hated Jack Cody.
0: I like like obviously he's a young guy who's not a uh experienced actor. Right. But for what this movie was, I
2: thought he was great. Oh no, I don't have a problem with the actor. I had I hated Jack Cody. The character I actor. hated yeah. the character so much. <laughs> he's such a giant fucking child and I just couldn't <laughs> stand him.
1: Uh Yeah, so that might come from some of the issues of this film as far as the uh, quality of the pacing of this film. It's not – Great, it's not as the pacing great. goes. Yeah. So okay. So this movie, uh, you guys can find it. We watched it
2: on YouTube. Yeah, you could just watch it, it on YouTube. It's a
0: hundred percent free on YouTube. Yeah, because yeah.
2: no one gives a shit enough to and, stop them from streaming and, it on YouTube for free.
0: The number of views this film has on YouTube, I took note of. It is fifty thousand, which may <laughs> fifty thousand may seem like a lot. That's not a lot. There are podcasts that come out, and within the first couple days on YouTube, they'll have well over to three hundred thousand mm-hmm, yeah it yeah. is not <laughs> this is not a big movie that a lot of people have seen. <laughs> so go find it on youtube honestly it's an hour and a half it's a blast find some friends and why it's
1: fun i i think it's fun it, it yeah i would say that this is a fun film i don't think it's a good film no but it is enjoyable to watch uh with people if you like action flicks Especially old action flicks, like 90s,
2: 80s action flicks. This gave me real 80s vibes. It did. I, w- I was convinced it was made in the 80s until we looked it up. When Brinker and I watched it initially, I was like, when was this made? And yeah. when it said, like, late 90s, I was like, what the
0: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it is a quintessential, like, cheesy, early 90s, 80s film.
1: Totally. Yeah. Like... Well, the quality of the film, too, is not that great because the video on YouTube says that it's a DVD rip, uh-huh. which would mean it's digital. It is not. It does not look like a digital quality image. No. It looks like it was re-recorded off of VHS. Yes. And the sound is that way, too. So it just everything about it feels older to me. Because yeah, it's the, the- obviously a very low quality budget film
2: yeah though the dvd of it didn't actually get released i want to say until like 2003 or 2004 so they probably did just take a vhs and rip it onto a computer and start releasing it on dvd (laughs) that's probably (laughs) what happened (laughs) that's probably what it was
1: (sighs) ah okay so yeah our main character jack cody we talked about him for a little bit um we talked about the vince mcmahon analog yeah sawyer yeah, because basically what happens is Jack Cody,
0: he is a, and this is a quote from the film, he is a busboy in a warehouse, <laughs> which, <laughs> and they even flashback, and they mention it twice. Yeah.
2: Before I but found it, you, you were a busboy
0: in a warehouse. So he's like just, he's supposed to be working, and what he has done is set up a a whole like training Thing in the back of this warehouse a with bunch like of mannequins, mannequins <laughs> and he's just fighting them, and the mannequins win. That's yep. the best part. The mannequins, mannequins win. win. Um, and then this guy comes in, and he's like, "Cody, get back to work." Jean Claude Van Dunst
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a great, such a bad, hilarious line. Um, I just like, how does this kid not get fired if he spends most of his day at work setting up death traps for himself <laughs> to fight? <laughs> Yeah. Like, Cody, what you doing? Nothing? Yeah. Thank have you done nothing? anything? <laughs> yeah. Because he says we gotta fill these orders. So like the kids like that had to take at least an hour and a half to set up. Like, that's like fifty <laughs> orders <laughs> that he could have done. I'll do that after my obstacle course, <laughs> please. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I gotta relive wild and crazy kids right now. <laughs> yeah. Cause his his ultimate dream is
0: to be part of this show, which is Based and filmed in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and it's like the biggest show in the world uh, called Super Fights. Which is the best logo. Once again, like Zach said, it's basically professional wrestling with Kung Fu. Yeah. So he goes home, and his mom's like, You need, she's basically doing the thing moms do in 90s movies. She's like, You need to get a job and get serious. And he's like, But mom, I want to be a super fighter. You're going
2: to get hurt. Yeah.
0: And then he goes out that night, happens to see a lady being robbed by three street toughs. <laughs> oh Dude. boy, are they street
1: toughs. Yeah, they
0: are. It's like this stereotypical uh like gang in in a 90s movie. They
2: look straight out of the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty awesome. And Wearing- the girl's
0: like, "Please don't rob me." And the and the guy goes Stay calm, sugar, or I might have to slice your face. (laughs) He has, like, a butterfly
1: knife.
2: Oh, my. It's so bad. Yeah.
1: This is one of those films where every scene they can, every instance they can, they throw a fight scene in. Mm -hmm. Like, is it justified? No. No. But now people are doing martial arts. (laughs) And so
2: many people in Harrisburg know martial arts. All of Harrisburg. If you're not from Pennsylvania, you should know that Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, is the karate Capital of the world Do not come to, <laughs> Do not come To Central PA
0: If you don't know Martial arts there And start Popping off at of the mouth Because Somebody's gonna Roundhouse There's kick your friend There's constantly Karate
2: yeah. fights in Harrisburg Just it, Just happening on the streets Just happening on the streets And that's what happens here He drives up And the guy tells him To get lost So he drive. So Cody drives off But then runs right up onto the ATM and almost hits the girl he's trying to save. (laughs) (laughs) And then gets into a big karate fight. Yep. And becomes a hero. An American hero. An American hero. They just had to throw that in. Like, that was really important to note that he is an American hero. Right. Yeah, yeah, because Not a local hero. Not a local hero. And they
0: never exactly... I guess maybe, like, from, like, security footage, because he saves the girl. She takes him back to her house and her... Her grandfather is this old Asian man who's always wearing like the classic, the cliche kung fu master. Yes, and also it's clearly a thirty year old man dressed <laughs> up to look like an old Asian man. His eyebrows don't match the color of all the yeah. rest of his hair. He's clearly very a very young man supposed to look like the most racist stereotype of an old Asian kung fu master. Full Fu Manchu. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The only thing they didn't have was the hat. That was yeah. Basically basically they gave it. him the little hat, but, yeah, yeah. but doing
0: but the the whole the accent, they're like, oh yeah, oh you, oh you look over, uh, mixing up the R's and the L's, mm-hmm. like
2: just
0: full stereotype Asian kung fu master.
2: Yeah, and he's real mean to Jack, which I appreciate because <laughs> Jack is such a dipshit. He does <laughs> he does deserve it, yes.
0: But then he goes home, and there's just reporters waiting outside of his house. That they're like, You're the hero now. The you American saved her. <laughs> and then the next day, kids on the bus are like, That's the hero. That's the hero.
1: Yeah, wanting his autograph and uh so so that leads him to be recognized by the superfight's owner, manager, CEO. Yeah. And he gets invited to become part of it. And during that meeting, the one of the love interests, I guess. Uh, he, he kind of. Kind of. She she was the what they I think that what they were trying to do was make the sexy woman who's out of his league, and like that's the the allure, the hook to get him into the fight. Yeah. Or, like to get him into yeah. the company. Yeah, that's she's, the role that She's, she's
0: the star of the super fighters Angel. like women. Yes. Yeah, like think the WWE divas. That's that's Angel. The problem is Angel looks like a man. So, uh, the actual woman who played her, I looked it up on IMDb. She's been in like three movies. Mm-hmm. It's like Kelly something. She's like a. She seems like oh, I Kelly think she's. Gallant. I think she's just like a fitness model. Mm, that makes sense. So think like like a steroided up uh, female bodybuilder.
2: Yeah, like definitely. Yeah, she's got like a body, uh, like a with the cheekbones of a man. She's got John Cena's face and <laughs> <she> and, the, <laughs> and, and the jawline. Of Batman. Batman Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> like It's, it's oh, pretty intense So I was actually looking at the three movies That she has been in um, Zach did you look into any of these Oh no I did not uh, I just want to give you the titles That's us I mean, One of them is Superfights uh-huh. The other one is TC2000 Okay Which looks like a black Terminator film Okay And there's another well, one. I want to watch that <laughs> There's another one called Talons of the Eagle I want to watch that too now Yep Then uh, that looks like a buddy cop film with a knockoff Wesley Snipes and a knockoff. uh, Who's the who's the? uh, He's in all the action films. He's actually a cop. You talking about Steven
2: Seagal? Yes, Steven Seagal. Oh god, actually a cop is like a loose, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: friends (laughs)
2: with Vladimir Putin. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. actually loosely a cop. Yeah, so, by yeah. the way, if you're listening, Stephen, fuck you. <laughs> I, so I just wanted to say that. Also, if you have don't, something to recommend listen. to us.
1: Yeah, Stephen, <laughs> we would love for you to come down Mr. here. Mr.
2: Seagal, if you're listening, and we know that you are, <laughs> don't listen to Zach, not <laughs> fuck you. No, no, fuck you. You're you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you're awesome. My mom loved your movies. I'm glad that she didn't get to see what happened to you later. <laughs> I love I love your ponytail
0: <laughs> and your beer belly.
1: And your extremely dyed goatee. Yeah. In one of his later movies, he uh, doesn't even get out of a chair that's on wheels to fight somebody.
2: I heard about that. He's
1: pretty awesome. (laughs) He's he's just fighting somebody
2: while sitting down. Because he's
0: that badass, Micah. Because he's that (laughs) badass. Because he's that
2: badass. I guess. It definitely wasn't because the gout was getting to him that day. It was just (laughs) because he's that badass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not standing. (laughs) But Steven, we got a film. No, we can do it like this. It's fine. What a guy. What a guy. Yes. Yeah, we get so we. We get to this, uh, he joins super fights, and he's, I hated that scene, because they did this whole thing where they have the girl kind of come on to him, and when the dude offers him a, he's, he offers him a contract, he's like, would you like to be part of this? And the kid, he's, he goes like full fucking leave it to Beaver, he's like,
1: boy, what I, you know,
2: and he starts like fucking running around the office and jump kicking and shit It's so funny, it's so funny, I really, I get that you don't
0: like him. I like Jack a lot. I don't know why. It's such a dumb character, but I was rooting for him the whole time. I'm like, I like this stupid, upbeat... Like, the world hasn't ground him down into...
2: <laughs> into depression yet. It's like a childlike innocence, and that really bothered me when Angel would touch his dick. I didn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> because like he even dressed like a like a fucking preteen. Like you know what I mean? Like was sure, a windbreaker weird, and yeah, there's this like weird innocence about him that I didn't dig. <laughs> it just he bothered couldn't me. have been older
0: than like twenty when he filmed this
1: movie.
2: Probably probably. Something that I found interesting about the character
1: is I don't think that he has any formal training. I think oh, the, this, car- yeah, the, yeah, character. the character uh Jack Cody, I th- to me, seems just like an extreme fan of martial arts, mm-hmm. and he's just going to watch the movies and practice himself.
2: Yeah, that's the vibe that I got, Definitely. too. He's a yeah. big fan of this guy named like Mike Rocco, yeah. who disappeared. He's like the best super fighter ever, and he's disappeared. But this kid loved him and idolized him and learned how to fight watching him fight. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if you ask the Kung Fu master, because he's like, what's your style? Oh, yeah. And he goes, well, I just take I just take things that work from, you know, karate, Kung Fu, Tai Chi. <laughs> yeah, just everywhere. Yeah. There was some stuff in there, though, in this film that I actually did enjoy. And I felt like there was a couple of fun little homages to just like older... Martial arts films. Oh, yeah. Like with some of the fights that he was in, they kind of felt like Jackie Chan fights where he's falling and messing up and goofing up, but still actually fighting like there was a little bit of comedic within the fight. I thought that that was
2: kind of cool. Well, there's some, I think that uh, I know partially why you appreciated the fight scenes, Micah. Was Let Jackie me tell you Chan a it.
0: stuntman in this movie? No, no. <laughs> Please tell me the, he was. <laughs>
2: so again, like this is all like from this Hong Kong based company that they've, like they, that's their bread and butter is Kung Fu stuff and fight and fight movies. Sure. And the director was also the stunt choreographer. You know, he he did all the choreography. His name was Siu Hung Leung. Leung. And he nailed also it.
0: nailed the pronunciation.
2: He also was responsible for fights in Ip Man. Oh, yeah, as well. What? As, yep, yep. One of his credits is Ip Man, which was uh, what's his what? boy Donnie, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Yeah, that's and got some
1: of the coolest dude, fight scenes. All
2: three of those movies are incredible. Yeah, he did Ip Man, and he did uh, what was the other one? The um, there was that like flashback one, like the the. Legend of Ip Man, or like oh, whatever yeah, the yeah. one when he was supposed to be younger, younger. when they kind of went backward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did both of those. He did oh, wow. the stunt choreography in those. That's that's intense. Ip Man's got some of the best choreography, I think, in like any right? fight scene. And that's one thing you gotta say about this movie. As stupid as it is, the fights are awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah no, I picked up on that right away because I'm not a huge Kung Fu guy, but as we're watching, I'm like, I said it to you guys, trying to confirm that I wasn't stupid because I was <laughs> like, I feel like the choreography in this is like really good. Mm-hmm.
2: And it was. Like, honestly, I don't think this is a bad movie. No, when you break down just, if you just skipped all the story and watched the fights, <laughs> you'd be like, wow, this was great.
0: Even the story, the, like, yes, it's a cheesy action film from the 90s. The, the story's not like mind boggling, it's, it's not mind bending in any yeah. way. But I think this is actually a pretty good movie. It's not something you're going to put on often, but I think it's fun for a laugh. Yeah. And when it actually gets to the fight scenes, like it's a lot of really cool choreography where you can tell there's not a ton of cuts where it's actually people
2: doing martial arts. Yeah. Choreographed very well. Very well. It just it feels really cool. I agree. And, you know. I, I jest and I and I say how terrible this movie is, but it is it is a ton of fun. Like it is the it's the kind of bad that is great, and I feel like this is the kind of movie that you would rewatch, but you're only gonna rewatch it when you do things like this. Like I watched it and I said to myself. The, the get wrecked boys need to watch this <laughs> Dude, I'm so and, glad. and I, I can see like at some point one or both of you are going to say like to one of our other friends like alpo you need to see this movie Ab- yeah. or something Dude, like that
0: 100 i'll be watching this again with somebody else yeah because yeah.
2: the fun part is watching other people
0: react to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah some of the some of the bad movies we've watched like we've laughed about because of how much we, like, together as a group hate it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Right? Like, the Star Wars holiday special. Mm. Same thing. We were laughing about it, but it wasn't enjoyable. Whereas this, you're laughing about it because it's just fun. Because you're yeah. like, that's so stupid. How hilarious is this?
2: And it takes itself so seriously, and that's what makes it fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, yeah.
1: is, this is the perfect movie of, like, where it's so bad, it's good. yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if it was taking itself seriously. I think it was. Yeah? I
2: think it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, like, did anyone else, was anyone else bothered by the fact that this apparent billionaire of a giant sports franchise is, like, making his wrestlers push over thugs under bridges for their $50 they get from their <laughs> prostitutes? <laughs> yeah. Like, why does this guy want that? <laughs> like, why does he need it?
1: Yeah, I feel like he could aim a little bit higher.
2: Yeah. Like. Not- organized crime like real organized crime where the money is or like knock over a chinese restaurant <laughs> you know like what the fuck yeah, he's man. a
1: terrible business he's a
2: man. bad
0: businessman <laughs> dude you know what i loved is there was two and they were pretty close together these like obligatory montage scenes like first there's a training scene mm. with him and angel and i love there's a part where they're They're on a jet ski on the Susquehanna River.
2: (laughs) And then they're training in the water there. And folks, if you don't know the Susquehanna, they shouldn't have been in that water. They should not have been in that water, no.
0: (laughs) And then shortly after that, there's like a montage of like, because he wins his first fight. Mm -hmm. And he even says like, man, I felt like that guy was really easy to beat. And she's like, oh, no, you're just, he's like, I don't know if I'm that good. And she's like, no, you definitely are. Like, he just doesn't realize the... Fight is fully fixed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but then there's like a going good montage. I love that. And that's and when we get the that amazing song.
0: Super Fighter.
2: <laughs> Kick his Dude, the, Super they had Fighter a they had so a song good.
1: made for this movie. Uh huh. And it's about as good as the
2: movie. <laughs> it's it'll get stuck in your head though. It will. It will get in your head. The the, the montage was fun though. It yeah, was it was both fun. of them are great. Yeah, yeah this. For
0: the same thing, is like, they're so bad. <laughs> they're so cheesy, that, but they're perfect. Like, it's such a, this is like the pinnacle of bad 90s filmmaking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you, like, I, I love in martial arts movies, I love when you get those kind of montages. Like, one of my, one of my favorite montages ever was from the movie Bloodsport, when they just kind of show you how the Kumites turning out. You know what I mean? And they play that great Kumite song. Yeah. And you get to see all the fighters go at it a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I, I love I love martial arts montage. Spots. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty great. They're pretty great.
1: Um, so oh my gosh, where where do we even go from here with this?
0: Okay, like, so so angels training this guy. Oh right? yeah, right, right. <laughs> She's training him. at first of all, like <laughs> there's this. He goes to this like training dojo that's for some reason incredibly more high tech than. The
2: rest of the world. It looks like Star Trek, but like original series 60s mm-hmm. graphics Star Trek. Yeah.
0: And she's using a computer to essentially analyze how strong he is. So he's punching into this light. It's basically it's a fog machine with a ray of light coming down. And she's like, do a punch into the light. And yeah. she's like measuring
1: the Crushed. speed. Hook. Round kick. Round kick. Like, <laughs> so he's doing a full kata,
2: just attacking a beam <laughs> when, of light. And whenever he kicks the steam in the beam of light, you hear, pew, pew. <laughs> 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 so, so.
0: <laughs> so then she's like, here, take these pills every day. And first of all, it's just <laughs> a bottle of pills. And Micah noticed the pills just say super fights on yeah, them. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And he's like, "What are they?" And she's like, she gets real serious, and she's like,
2: "They're vitamins." <laughs> yeah, and she like like it got real serious. Like, I wouldn't have taken them just based on how she presented it. Yeah. Here, take these every day. What are they? They're vitamins, Jack. Just take them. <laughs> yeah, Stop asking ask
1: questions. questions. <laughs> oh yeah, he asks like one question, and she's <laughs> like, "Don't ask too many questions." Yeah.
2: Oh, my God, that fight sequence. And it's literally like the, the initial training is punch that steam. OK, no, ga- now go over there and get hit by rods coming out of the wall. Yep. Now I'm going to touch your dick. All right, training's over for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was up with that whole scene? It was so weird.
1: Because then after he basically goes into this very small little cubby where there's just metal rods that come out of the wall. Imagine, like, take a whack-a-mole board, yeah. put it sideways, and lengthen them.
2: And he's got to, like, dodge
1: them, I guess? Or hit them as... A, I
0: don't... I think they, it was... It's
2: not entirely I, clear. I think it was a reflexes thing. And that's... I totally thought of it as, like, reverse whack-a-mole, where the moles are whacking you. Yeah. And you're trying to avoid the <laughs> moles. To, is,
1: yeah. yeah. And so, he g- basically gets beat up by these rods... And then falls out, and then she just like stands him up and starts groping him.
2: Yeah, she's like, wow, these are great numbers. Let me touch your dick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, let me check your pulse. Let me check your vitals. Yeah. yeah. And so she gets real close to his neck. She's honeypotting him is what she's doing. Because she's like, let me check your vitals. And he's like, okay. And she's getting close. And she's like, oh, now it's getting, now your heart rate's getting faster. That's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes down and grabs <laughs> his dick and he's like, "Angel, what are you doing?" Cuz apparently he's gay. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He's
2: just very childlike and innocent. Yeah. She is coming on pretty Real strong. strong. She's
1: thirsty as hell. Yeah. And then she just leaves. Yeah, yeah, after, after he's like, "Okay, I see what's happening." And he goes in for a kiss and she just shuts him down and walks away.
2: Yep, she just walks off. It's such a weird thing because there's, there's so many instances like at the end of that montage, then she like plants a huge kiss on him or no, at, at when he wins his first fight, she plants that huge kiss on him yeah. and you're like, okay, they're, they're like, they're fucking, you know? And then, but then like 15 to 20 minutes go by and then she throws herself at him and he's like, no, we're friends and you're my trainer. And it's like, wait, she was already in your house while you were taking a shower. Like, I'm confused about this relationship. Like what is going on? Well, no, because here's the She's trying to get in his pants the
0: whole time. She's trying to really hook him into this thing because she knows eventually he's going to have to become part of this like criminal organization. Mm-hmm. But
2: he loves the Asian girl, Sally, that he saved. Right. That's true. Like they were clearly in love after their 15 minute interaction where her grandpa was a dick. And then suddenly later they are so excited to see each other again. And now they're in love. Yeah.
0: So she's trying to
2: get him to fall in love with her,
0: but she is unsuccessful because he's a good guy. Zach, is that what it is? Yeah, he's a true American hero. He,
1: he totally is. I think it's the jawline. I think it's the jawline. <laughs> it could
0: also be that she has a penis tucked between her legs. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> they don't necessarily address it, but seems possible.
2: Super fighter. <laughs> Also, how about the uh, how about the Roid Rage fight scene with the big mad Russian guy and fucking Rob Van Dam as the mercenary? Yeah, it's wild that Rob Van Dam is in this. Yeah, movie. WWE <laughs> and ECW legend Rob Van Dam, just an extra fighter in that movie. By it the doesn't way, doesn't even have a, like a speaking role. No, yeah, he's just fighting because at that point, that was like. Like mid to late '90s, yeah, probably '95.
0: This was filmed. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: that is the year actually, and he was in ECW. So like that's prime Rob Van Dam. Like he's like the whole effing show, Rob Van Dam, ECW television champion, and uh, he was. So he was like based out of Philly at that point. More. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because that's ECW. Fun fact about that fight scene: they were it was literally supposed to be shot and done in like an hour or two. But then the director was so thrilled with Van Damme's like movements and body performance that they took an entire day to shoot it and they made the scene longer because they just thought he was so good. It's a great fight scene. It really was. And of
0: course, because Rob Van Damme is a fucking legend. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Like when you're talking about sports entertainment, that guy is an entertainer. He knows what looks good. Mm hmm.
2: And, like, he's a martial arts guy, so he brought that to the table. He brought his pro wrestling and his ability to use, like, kicks and shit, you know? Yeah. I thought that was a really fun scene. And then it gets real weird when the big guy goes completely fucking roid rage and, like, (laughs) breaks Van Damme's arm. (laughs) Yeah, and they have to, like, bear tranquilize (laughs) him to get him out. (laughs) This company has so many tranquilizer guns
1: (laughs) for (laughs) for their employees. It's really got to be a red flag in a pro wrestling
2: (laughs) company.
0: Well, because they got to be ready. Because, folks, well, we didn't tell you those vitamins he had to take.
2: They're not vitamins.
0: Turns out. They're a mixture, because the Asian guy, he was like, you shouldn't take these till I find out what they are, and turns out he took them to a pharmacist, and the pharmacist let him know. They're a mixture of Steroids and mind
2: control drugs. That's right. And <laughs> yep. if you remember, also Jack, while jogging on the rail trail in the middle of the day, got attacked by a ninja who beat <laughs> him up and then said, Don't take them, they're not vitamins. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's
0: just running down a trail in the woods.
2: Yeah, <laughs> a ninja, ninja comes out up in the middle of the, fucking <laughs> middle of the day.
0: And also, I love the ninja is just wearing like. A black sweatsuit yeah. yep. and his, the belly yeah. of his sweatsuit keeps He's, popping up
2: and the best part is and I, the, what I love the most is that Micah had the exact same reaction that I did the moment <laughs> I saw that ninja when I was just like oh that's no mercy Budokai yeah. <laughs> like we just knew it was a character we'd already seen <laughs> Yeah, it's very clearly him <laughs>
1: Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Jack's is taking the very subtle hints and putting two and two together that maybe these aren't medicine drugs. Which, Which depends glad. on
2: your view of medicine, Mike. Yeah,
1: that's true. I'm glad that he I'm glad that he uh, found that
2: out. It's very important. Yeah. Budokai found out, but he found out too late. Yeah. So folks, if you remember, tra- bringing it back, the whole movie's based on the WWE steroid drug trial. <laughs> it, and it just really kind of goes off the rails for
1: me for there. Oh, From yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once Jack figures out that like
0: they're not so good, then he starts seeing all the stuff. Like First, they're like, dude, you need to throw this match. And he's like, wait, what? They're, all these matches are fixed? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, when I tell you to lose, you lose. But he doesn't lose.
2: Because he's stupid. Because
0: he's been training in Tai Chi, which obviously, when you're fighting a guy three times your size... Tai Chi is what's going to get you out of it
2: Clearly, you, yeah you need Tai Chi to <laughs> It's do not that.
0: just for old Asian men To exercise in a park Apparently
2: <laughs> apparently, It is also for super fights yeah. <laughs> It's also for your Chi That's true But then to make up, because
0: the guy was like uh, What's his name, Sawyer? Yeah, the Vince Sawyer. McMahon character Is like, nobody disobeys me twice So you're going to go out with the boys tonight I got a job for you
2: Yeah, and they knock over a Chinese restaurant that Jack had just eaten at earlier that day and (laughs) and threw like a nest tea can across the floor with his chi.
0: Which, oh oh my God, can we talk about... So the whole time, the the Asian grandfather, he's teaching Jack about chi, and he teaches him how he can throw a can and hit items without ever touching them. So you're thinking they're building up to eventually, in the final fight scene, He's going to defeat the bad guy with his chi.
1: That would be the very obvious like ending of that arc. Yep,
0: it's Chekhov's chi. It should have been chi. And that doesn't happen. Instead, he uses his chi to heal somebody by putting his hand over his dick. <laughs> <laughs> While Grandpa puts his hand on the guy's head. Honestly, that's my biggest disappointment of this movie. Is like They had a good five-minute scene. Setting up how he's gonna use his chi to
2: overcome his greatest struggle, and then he never uses it. <laughs> well, then there's also the like we get Grandpa being like, put on these Ray Bands, and yeah, <laughs> the, they're, they're like painted over Ray Bands with a wire. I never really understood that part. I didn't either. either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and once again, it's like this weird future technology. Yeah but it never comes up no, well, what it, it
2: actually does it do, it will cuz the whole point is like you have to be able to react without using your your eyes like use your other senses and then when we get that it's during the the climax where he's fighting Sawyer and his girlfriend is just turning the lights on and off <laughs> over and over again and oh, she's yeah. like focus jack <laughs> it's like yeah. we, even when the lights are off it's still bright in this place yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't affect Sawyer at all <laughs> pretty well lit. <laughs>
1: Just trying to give him epilepsy. (laughs) I I
2: think,
0: okay, so my concept on I think what those glasses were supposed to be. Because he's just basically trying to train as if he were blind. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be like electronic sunglasses that turned black. Okay. Although the exact same effect could be achieved just by painting them black. Or putting a blindfold on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think that... That would not their thought is like, oh, it won't translate because sunglasses are already black. So it won't translate that he can't see in them. So they have to be these high tech electronical sunglasses that can cut off all light instead of just blindfolding him because
1: ancient Chinese masters use futuristic technology to teach ancient Chinese like moves. Exactly. That's what they do. Yep. A blindfold would have been so much easier to explain, and it would have made so much more sense within the context this, this of what's movie, happening.
2: This movie tried so hard to come up with future tech, and it was all so <laughs> dumb. Yeah, In every instance like, of future tech was so dumb. I feel like
0: a, an admitted problem with this movie, and there are plenty, I guess, Um Is that it doesn't really know what it wants to be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's like all these, like you said, random future tech. But like for no reason, it just doesn't make sense. Like at one point when she first handed him the pills, I looked at Mike and I said, I have a feeling this is going to turn into like a Sci-fi thriller mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Nope, Not at it all. didn't happen Not at, at all. Because I assumed they were giving him drugs to turn him into like a super, yeah, like android fighter or something. Yeah, a that, super nope. fighter. Just,
2: Honestly,
1: that's steroids. what I thought too. Yeah, I thought that the super and super fighter was legitimately going to be like, oh,
2: so he's becoming superhuman yeah. because of these things, which
0: would have been a really cool thread they could have followed and would have made nope.
2: sense after that Star Trek training montage. Yeah. Yeah, I totally when, when I first watched it thought the same thing. Like, okay, there's this weird future tech, there's pills. This is going to get like superhuman stuff. Nope, it's just mind control drugs and <laughs> steroids. <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, it ends exactly how we would think it would end. Uh, he gets into a final confrontation with what was the what was the guy's name? Sawyer? Sawyer. Yeah, with Sawyer. Dude,
0: can I tell you how much I love that the big bad of this film that he has to beat in the final fight is wearing slacks and a button up
2: shirt. <laughs> While he's wearing a freaking sweater vest and a and a polo or a polo underneath? The uh
0: wardrobe budget for this film, not big. No. Not huge. I, I don't think the budget at all was huge, but The wardrobe seems like it was an afterthought. I think most of the wardrobe was spent on his American flag leotard's (laughs) nightgown Nightgown outfit. Oh, God. It it probably cost 200 bucks, which was the majority of the wardrobe.
1: Legitimately, I thought it was the thing that boxers wore as they walked out into the ring.
2: That's what it looked like. It didn't look
1: like a gi. Yeah, and then they would take that off, Uh and you're like, in boxer briefs,
2: essentially, just
1: ready to fight. That's what I thought was going to
2: happen. No, man. It really bothered me that he was wearing like what was supposed to be a ghee top, but the American flag. But then wearing like the tightest fucking yeah. pants that you could put. And then the little black booties to Like yeah. that just didn't work <laughs> with no, the whole thing. It,
0: it was just a silky nightgown. It yeah. was an American flag nightgown. And yoga pants. <laughs> and yoga pants.
2: <laughs> Super fighter. Super fighter. Dude, yes. I'll bet
1: the rest of this, uh, w- through the rest of this, I wouldn't be surprised if the director was just like, "Okay, guys, whatever you have in your wardrobes, yeah, just come on in
2: with that." Yeah, I'd be like, "Okay, so your name is Dark Cloud. Wear whatever you think Dark Cloud would wear." Yes, yeah, except except for you, No Mercy Budokai. You're Asian, so wear pajamas all day, everywhere <laughs> you go. Like, because he was always wearing like these baggy silk pajamas everywhere. Yeah, his makeup too reminded me of like Japanese sumo wrestler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Or like the, um, the kabuki yeah, kind of yeah, face yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah that.
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, the racial stereotypes are pretty heavy in this.
2: Yeah, oh, it's wh- fun. What do you, what do you it's mean? It's a lot of fun. It's not like the only black fighter's name is Dark Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to his credit, wasn't like black
1: something. One of the other guys who was very white. Oh, there was he was Night Stalker. Oh, that's what it yeah. Is. Okay.
2: At least they didn't get a Spanish guy to be Night Stalker, like the actual serial killer. <laughs> that would have been really awkward. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's... There were a lot of stereotypes in this, yeah, though. Heavy the, on the stereoty- But
0: it was the mid-90s. It, it was, was the mid-90s. It was a Hong Kong-based company. Yep. You know, yeah. Can I remind you, when we watched uh, Jingle All the Way with mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, there is a line where there's a gentleman in the warehouse who says... Is it a busboy?
1: He warehouse. may have been a busboy <laughs> in that <laughs> warehouse.
0: But Arnold Schwarzenegger walks in and he says uh something. He's like, I don't know, but he goes, oh, hurry up. I'm sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant. That's, right. oh, that's my a God. children's that's a kids movie from the nineties. Holy shit. Uh,
1: that's Belushi says that, doesn't he?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Jim Belushi says that. Yeah. So
1: mid nineties. You gotta account for just. I was simply observing. I was not complaining.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like about, it's...
1: about the the stereotypes. No, it's to... hilarious. It's <laughs> very
2: funny. When you look at it, it's just so blatant. Yes, and, and and like you just gotta be like, oh my god, like the '90s man. <laughs> like, <laughs> gotta got gotta love him. Yeah. Like yep. if a movie did that now, I would be actually unhappy about it. But like, <laughs> I just look at that, I'm like, you guys are so stupid. <laughs>
0: like, why? like, why? Also, everybody in the Chinese restaurant knew kung fu.
1: Everyone, and
2: they all had butchers knives. It's it's because they were in Harrisburg.
1: Yeah. To be fair, every fair.
0: everyone in the movie knew kung fu. Yeah. Yeah. In because the prostitutes it, under the bridge knew kung, kung fu. Kung. That's
2: true. Yeah. Harrisburg kung fu man it happens. Ha- Harrisburg is known for its kung fu. Yeah, the, the Harrisburg Kumite is a big event every year. <laughs> Everyone during Kapon- during during the Capona Festival in Harrisburg. Yeah, the Everyone, gangs the gangs are real rough here too. They are so so rough. Yeah, the well, I mean the actually crips, they kind of are depending on well, well, Because of the because, because, of, because the karate. of their skill in <laughs> kung fu. <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've kind of walked through most of the movie. I mean, folks, seriously, go watch it. It's an hour and a half. And even if we spoil it a little bit, it's fine. It's still fun. It's not... It's the journey. It's not Yeah, the yeah. destination with this. But I love... They did such also such a classic 90s ending where he beats the big bad. And then all of a sudden... The grandfather leading the police runs in to where they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he grabs the girl by the shoulder and starts walking away, and the credits just start rolling. Yep, there's literally there's no uh, wrap up
2: or no, anything yeah. like that. It's no resolution just is given.
0: The- The good guy wins. Mm -hmm. Immediately the story ends. They lived happily ever after.
2: Yeah, and Budokai, who like we were made to assume is dead, just kind of limps in. Like, why is he here? Like, why did he come to this place? Yeah, because he got the shit kicked out of him. He got hit with
0: a giant swinging log with barbed wire, and he was healed by chi
1: and acupuncture. That's right. (laughs) The fact that he had needles in his face while he was dying Oh, yeah. Was killing me. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> the only thing I could think about was, if I'm ever in that situation, get the needles out of <laughs> my fucking face before I die, please. Let me die gran- with
2: dignity. Grandpa specifically says he's, he's on his way out. Yeah. And it's like, well, why are you bothering with the acupuncture? <laughs> get, the, get the needles out of his face. He's got,
1: like, four of them in his cheek.
2: What did you guys think about, the, so we we mentioned briefly earlier the that, uh, the kids you know jack's hero was this super fighter who went missing and then we find out that he's basically a raging fucking roid beast now like working for sawyer like because he's the one who kicks budokai's ass what did you think of that character and what they did with it did you think it was even necessary not at all (laughs) not at all like
0: it served very little purpose to the story other than I guess it just gave an extra motivation for Jack to want to fight this guy mm-hmm. and stop him.
2: See, I thought I thought I didn't think Sawyer was going to wind up being the last fight. I thought this was all setting up Jack having to fight his hero who was like out of his mind. Dude, that would have been so much better. <laughs> it would have made <laughs> more sense. There's yeah. a lot of
1: things that could have happened in this film, um, which I think honestly is a hallmark of a movie that is a very low budget movie. Yeah. There's like five different open plot lines that honestly could be very interesting and none of them pan out.
2: None of them. Not a one.
1: Yeah. Um, He reminded me a lot of, not to hark back to Street Fighter, but he reminded me a lot of Blanca.
2: I totally thought so too. Yeah. Uh,
1: Because he was all hairy and he was literally just like,
2: (laughs) and just like running around beating the crap (laughs) out of people. That's what steroids do to you, kids. (laughs) (laughs) You just grow a big beard and you grunt a lot. Yeah. And you live in a U-Haul van. (laughs) That's
1: right. They're like, this, this no. Hell in a Cell
2: cage fight <laughs> is this guy in literally a
1: U-Haul trailer opens
2: <laughs> He just comes out, <laughs> They just fucking keep him living in the back of a U-Haul. <laughs> uh, could you, I, I mean, do they ever return the U-Haul? Do it's they- a great question. <laughs> I mean, he, like, this guy is, you know, a crime lord. He probably owns the local U Haul oh. or, or they have to pay <laughs> sure, him Yeah, you're no, right. he
0: sent wrestlers to rough up the U Haul <laughs> for a trailer.
2: You're going to give us a U Haul. You're not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you guys believe that
1: we're about at that time? Wow. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's about time that we start throwing ratings in here. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, but let's let's do ratings and final thoughts. Okay, um, Zach, you brought this to us. What's what's our scale here?
2: Oh my How god! Are we determining uh, this. Let's do. Uh, you do. A, you would do a one out of ten, right? You can, you can do one out, you out of whatever.
0: I've gotten really tired of one out of ten, so we've been
1: doing some pretty wild ones. Okay, so.
2: one out of whatever you want. Okay, one out of forty-five. Chi blasts
1: uh, like chi blasts on soda cans,
2: soda cans specifically, because not on people. Yeah, not on people.
1: The chi blasts. I think we only saw them on soda
2: cans, only on, on soda good. cans. Chi
1: blasts.
0: <laughs> that is true. Jesus Christ.
2: Chee <laughs> blasts and a watermelon.
0: On, that's true. On uh, Coca Cola products, soda cans that we certainly did not pay to get the rights to use. Definitely in our not. <laughs> Mike, you want to go first or yeah, second?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to give it 32. Ooh. blasts out of 45 on soda cans. Mainly because it, it was entertaining. Um, it was not the worst thing that we've watched for this show. <laughs> 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 and, and I did find myself enjoying it, but I like cheesy old action flicks. It really reminded me of an 80s action mm-hmm. flick. And to be honest, I think if the exact same movie would have come out in the 80s it might have gone somewhere it felt like a slightly lower budget original karate kid movie Mm
0: -hmm. yeah they ripped off karate kid they ripped off rocky they like the whole movie they just ripped off a bunch of other stuff that had already been done another classic uh like trademark of b movies Totally. Sure. Just I ripping mean, off
2: stuff that's been done the, better. The stupid sunglasses thing is kind of a ripoff of Star Wars with Luke having to train with the, the blinding helmet on. Yeah.
1: Yep. So uh I thought it was fun. It was definitely something that you should watch with a friend. Um that I think made it more enjoyable on yeah. our end. Don't go into this if you're expecting something deep or moving. That is not the case. Yet. Nope. Get
2: stoned, get drunk. It's just this is fun. Yeah. That is specifically why I told you guys, don't look up anything about this. We gotta watch this together. Yeah.
0: And that's why I'm giving this a forty-five out of forty-five. I (laughs) love it. It was so much This was just fun. It was all fun. Like it's a very bad movie, but it's so bad that it's awesome. I probably (laughs) won't ever watch it again unless I'm making somebody else watch it yeah <laughs> but for the one time i'm watching it 45 out of 45
2: nice. i didn't regret
0: a second it's a watching. lot of cheap blasted cans <laughs> i didn't regret a second of
2: watching this <laughs> you're gonna get like a buck 50 for all those cans it's a
0: perfect bad movie <laughs> yeah.
2: it is a really like solid bad movie
1: yeah yeah, yeah. with legitimate fight scenes though like that's that's that was kind of
0: like it didn't drag. There are even bad cuts where it's like when the guy is dying. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I, know, pan, I don't know what they it was
1: up. So they panned up into the ceiling and then faded to a com- something to, that d- uh, to him in the like, Jack shower, in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Jack in the shower and, and Jack
2: <laughs> in the shower, remembering things and then just yeah, screaming they another shower. montage. <laughs> they fade these two people having a very emotional scene.
0: It just fades up to the ceiling for some reason and fades into him in the shower. Then you get a montage of him kind of going over all the regrets. Of, and, and, and the montage is just different. It's just them rerunning clips from the film from the already. Yeah. yeah. And then he's in the shower and he goes, ah! <laughs> Dude,
2: it's amazing. So Shouts it's to the heavens. Yeah. Oh, Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, McCrary, do you want to go give a rating on it? You oh, have to. sure.
2: Sure. I'm, I'll say, uh, for me, it's a it's a good solid like thirty five out of forty five chi blasts. Yeah, the ten that it loses are because I hate Jack Cody. <laughs> That's fair. But other than that, I I think this movie is fantastic. And honestly, I hating Jack Cody also helps it be fantastic. I, sure, I actually really like Jack Cody. I know, you do. I, I do I
0: like the guy. I like the character. He's dumb. It's very nineties in that all the characters are super one dimensional. Yeah, <laughs> like just. Yeah so one-dimensional. And one dimensional and once I think it actually has a a pretty good concept of a plot like it's fu- it's kind of funny that it's like a wrestling tycoon who's like I'm going to use this as as
1: muscle for my criminal organization yeah, you feel like you'd just make more money as a wrestling tycoon
2: yes exactly <laughs> like, like, like why did you need to push over the pimps underneath <laughs> the bridge you're already a millionaire <laughs> like what does it serve it it does a thing
0: that I think a lot of sci-fi movies do. They have very small budgets, but they'll actually have kind of cool stories. You just have to look beyond the fact that they don't have a budget for great actors or great wardrobe or, or great, great special
1: effects or great writing. <laughs> or great soundtrack. Exactly. I disagree. <laughs> Super <fired up. laughs>
0: And also sometimes they're like these very really uh emotional like string orchestral pieces over something
1: very stupid yeah there was a lot of like pan flutes in this too (laughs) like
0: a really heavy heady soundtrack for (laughs) like fighting on a rail trail
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah good times good times
2: um I'm, so, I'm really happy that for once I brought something and you weren't just, just sitting here miserable, Micah. That makes me very happy. Because the last few times I've been on, you were mostly miserable. You were very noticeably sad.
1: <laughs> if not upset. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't even remember what we covered. But Holy hol-
2: Mountain and uh, Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Orange. Well, Clockwork
0: Orange <laughs> was mine. You that was your for fault. That. Yeah. That is true. But Holy Mountain... Oh gosh, that one was what wholly was, my fault. What was the R no? No, I didn't I, I did
2: Although yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did in have a good time with that one. But
0: yeah, yeah, I think Holy Mountain was the last thing you recommended. So. Yeah,
2: and yeah. it didn't go well.
1: Yeah, but I mean you couldn't have expected it to go well. Like no. there's you you know me. Mm-hmm. You you know where I was gonna be with that film. You did it anyway. <laughs> 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 you sure did. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so with that being said, folks, uh I'm gonna bring it close to home. Pennsylvania listeners, I think that you guys definitely and gals should check this one out and get a hold of us and tell you tell us what you think of it. Um I'd be very, very interested to hear if any of you have already seen this film, and if you have, let us know why. And um yeah, Why?
2: Let us know why. <laughs>
1: sounded like I was real upset about it. But in general, you don't just stumble across this film. It's true. Yeah. So, like, what led you to this? Uh, I'd be very, very curious. It was definitely
0: us what led you to this. But let us know what you think. And then also, if you have a recommendation for us, most likely if you're in Pennsylvania, you're somebody we know. So you can come on the show and talk about whatever you like. And the way you can get a hold of us is... Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at the Get Wrecked Podcast or email us directly at getwreckedpod at gmail.com. That's G-I-T-R-E-C-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Micah, what are we getting into next week?
1: Uh, well, we've got another guest. Um, our good friend Adam Brinker, also good friend of Zach McCrary. also <laughs> Yeah, also on the comics that we love as a recurring yeah. guest. He's, he's part of September. Yeah, twice. Okay, so yeah, Adam Brinker is coming to us. He's giving us a French film from the 1960s called Playtime.
0: Yay. Yep. You know how I feel about Europe and the French specifically. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Yeah. Uh, we have not seen anything <laughs> about it. I did look up just just the info, like the director, that type of thing. And I saw that it was on a list of the 100 top movies of all time, which that means I'm probably gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of two things: either either it's legitimately good, or it's really artsy and way too clever for me. It's one oh, of God. the two. The holy mountain. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, the holy mountain was not too clever for me. I refused. but it was really artsy. <laughs> okay, all right, there we go. Yes, it was very artsy. <laughs> just refused to be beaten by Holy Mountain. <laughs> so anyway, with that being said, folks, uh, until next time. As always. You get, wait a second. Zach McCrary. thank you huh, for coming well, on to the show. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Being a guest again and uh, doing Soup Timber with us here. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. So don't forget, Zach McCrary, the comics that we love,
2: at the comics that we love. Mm-hmm. You can find them anywhere. I'm on, yeah, at the comics that we love on Instagram or at Z underscore Irish underscore red on Twitter because I was too lazy to make a separate Twitter for the podcast. So it is the podcast Twitter. Yeah, those are the two places. I'm on all the podcatchers. September was a fun fucking month and these guys are going to close it out with me with All-Star Superman. Oh, that is a fun one.
0: It was, it was a good time. I'm pretty sure a number of things I said got cut out because Zach's a little less freewheeling than we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so until next time, folks. As always. You get wrecked out there. Stay wrecked. You know how we have to end. How? Super, Super fighter
2: Kick his ass. <laughs>